percent of the market share compared to the other genres. So they're all gaining in market share, and our genre is losing because everybody. What does everybody say when we go to an event? Oh, we didn't come to entertain you. Well, that's a problem because mm. especially when you have a live show. Because that's what people come there for. If we wanted to just come to worship, we could just listen to your CD in the car. Mm. We worshiped in the house, in the shower. We worshiped at church. We worshiped, you know, by ourselves in our prayer closet. But when we come to a live show, that that is a time of entertainment as well as ministry. Mm-hmm. And I think both can exist and they're not mutually exclusive. Now, I like that you said that, and you probably will get in trouble, but not on this show, because (laughs) (laughs) I I agree with what you're saying, because I even do a thing called inspirational infusion, that I don't only Mm -hmm. just play gospel music, but I play other types of music, but it has a message in the music. And so we do, we do, you know, different series and different things on this show, because it's entertainment and it's ministry together, coming together. But you're right, a lot of gospel artists may not understand that, and we will shoot ourselves down because you say we didn't come here to entertain you. But in actuality, a lot of them, and I'm going to be honest, are are entertaining. They are. Yeah, Yeah, just go ahead and do what you're going to do now because if you're not going to entertain, then don't entertain. But if you come to entertain, entertain. Right. That's so true. I think the the misnomer is a a spiritual one, really. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I'm going to say it's a religious one, not spiritual. The, okay. the religious mind says that I have to, I can't say that I'm entertaining because then that takes away from the message of the, of the ministry of the music. But what people have to understand is that God is a multifaceted God. Yes. He created music and all music is derived by inspiration from him. Therefore, if we are singing about the gospel, regardless of style, regardless of presentation, if the message is still going to reach. And that's what we have to keep remembering. So you can have an entertainment component to what it is that you're presenting to the world while uh, being true to the integrity of the message of the music. Both can exist together. And that's kind of like what I liked about Rance Allen because he would get up there and do his dance. And, 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 you know, he was funny to me. But you were still being ministered to at the same time. So I definitely get what you are saying. So do you think that in this world now that most people... Even in the gospel world, even church people may mm-hmm. want something different. Are people saying they're not going to say gospel anymore because it's not selling? Oh, that's a really good question. I'm going to answer like this. I think that I know. I'm not going to say I think. I know because I'm in tune with a lot of newer independent artists, mm-hmm. especially the millennial artists. They have already taken gospel to another level now in terms of the style again we keep getting hung up on the the, the you know the legalism of it mm-hmm. saying that well if it's a different style if it's got a different beat if it's got this that it's not longer gospel what makes the gospel music mm-hmm. gospel it is just that the gospel itself so if i'm saying the gospel but it happens to have a different beat it's still the gospel Absolutely. And the and the younger generation and the millennial generation understands that probably better than baby boomers and others. So, yeah, that's what I. I, I, I like that you say that because it's gospel to whatever you think it is. Because again, all music is from God. We're the ones Absolutely. that came down here and perverted it. 
Truth That's be told. Right. So whosoever hands that is in, if the message is getting up and it's uplifting and encouraging, and I think Absolutely. that we get stuck in that because many doors have been closed. I remember when gospel rappers came out. I'll be honest, I didn't like it. I was like, ugh. Because I came from rap. Me I love rap. I'm like, this corny. <laughs> I don't want to hear this. I want yeah. DMX. Okay, yep. so yep. then some of the rappers started changing up a little bit because yep. you don't want corny. You want, you want raw, but you want right. At the same time. You know what I think about that? What's that? I had the same issue you had. <laughs> it was hard for me to adjust to. Part of that was because, again, we were indoctrinated to believe that gospel only had one sound. Right. It, was only, it, it had a signature sound, and if it didn't sound that way, then, like you said, it was corny or mm -hmm. whatever. I also think the second part of that is that the artists that came out, that first came out introducing gospel rap to us, were trying, in my view, too hard to be like the secular artists rather than being the, their authentic selves as yeah. artists and just presenting it authentically, yeah. right? And then once they figured that out, then the music got better from the gospel rap community. And, um, you know, and now I'm, we're about to launch a, um, our inaugural Avidity Christian Hip Hop Honors this November mm -hmm. here in Dallas. And that's going to celebrate. And I'm telling you, Jerry, I have seen so many great artists that have some great music that may not fit in the traditional gospel, but it has what we call a rhythm and praise or a worship and 808s kind of feel. Mm -hmm. Just simply means it kind of has a, a lot of bass in it or a lot of, um, you know, urban expression, but they're still talking about Jesus. That's good. So it's, it's great. I'm, I've seen that evolution, and I've evolved in my thinking on it as well. I believe that after all we've been through with everything that's happened, the pandemic, the riots, all of that, the killings, I believe that radio has to get back to having some inspirational form of it, whether that be using gospel mm -hmm. music as the traditional sense or getting mm -hmm. new gospel artists that understand what people want to hear and need to hear that's uplifting and encouraging. But I think that we need to go back to uh, giving people something to listen to because there's drama everywhere. If you go on YouTube, you can mm -hmm. find all kind of drama. If you go on Facebook, you can find all kind of drama. When people listen for music now, I think they're listening for something that's going to change them or uplift them at least. Right, right. So yeah. I believe gospel is still necessary, and I am grateful for what you're doing because I got an inbox from you saying that you guys yes. wanted to honor me along with some other gospel radio. Well, I don't consider myself a gospel radio announcer, so don't take the award back. But I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't take it back. <laughs> I, I am a woman of God and a woman of inspiration, so I am grateful. Tell us a little bit about what's getting ready to happen this month. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks again for the opportunity to talk about it. So, you know, I was inspired to do this because I noticed over the years, no, and this is no shade in front to the Stellars or Jim, Jim A. Doves, mm -hmm. but usually when they're honoring radio, it's usually a certain class or group of individuals and stations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what I wanted to do was say, look, we want to recognize, first of all, we want to celebrate gospel radio and its impact on the larger, broader gospel community. And the way we, I felt we should do that is we're going to go on a tour. And it's a multi-city tour where we're going to these local markets and we're going to recognize local, regional, and national uh, radio personalities and um, those that spin the gospel, even if they're not necessarily classified. I heard you say, you ain't classified as necessarily the gospel <laughs> personality, but hey, if you spin the gospel, then we're yes. including you too. Good thing. And, um, and we just want to say, hey, we tip our hats to you 
we recognize what you all do because without the local announcers in these local cities, these independent artists won't get the chance to have their music exposed. And that's a lot of times where they're getting their start is um, there locally. So what we're doing on next Saturday, April the 16th, we're going to be coming together to the city of Houston and we're going to be celebrating you and other wonderful radio people there um, in the city of Houston. And we're going to be at the Greater St. Paul's Missionary Baptist Church. And that's at uh, 6531 Deepman Road right there in Houston. And that's on um, Saturday, April 16th at 4 p.m. And we're coming to say, hey, we celebrate you. And we've got some great artists lined up to pay tribute to all of you wonderful radio people. And then we're going to come in and say, hey, here's here's our little token, which is a little award. Or, you know, it's not little. It's not little. Well, um, you're right. Yeah, um, anything you right. give, I'm grateful. Now, if it's thousand dollars, I'm more grateful. But no, I'm just. <laughs> but listen, when you, I want to say this to you because when I got the email, I'm not going to lie. There's been a lot of award shows, and a lot of people said we want to award you for this. And the first thing I asked is, what are you looking for me to do? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times they're looking for you to sell about a thousand tickets, and you got to do this. And I've turned down stuff like mm-hmm. that. But when you sure, said sure. no, just come. And, you know, yes, share with sure. your audience. And I said, well, you know what? I like that. In fact, I want to interview you and I want to talk to you about it because I believe that if you're going to honor somebody, honor them for real. Don't make it like, you, you know, they got to go through hell and high water in order to I get agree. this honor. And then what I liked about it is because you're honoring the radio personalities. And I've been in radio for close to 30 years. And one thing about it, most people honor the singers. But you yes. just hit it on the head. The radio personality the local radio personality is so necessary and important. When I was doing radio years ago, people used to send you gift cards. They not saying they buying you. They will say, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, If you spun their CD and didn't let them go through all the red tape and all of that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. then they were grateful and you build relationships that way because a lot of people got their start. I don't know if you know about this particular radio station, but we're the oldest black radio station in Texas. And here, we were even in the movie Ray. Uh, Ray Charles came to KCOH and did an interview here. And so this radio station was known for launching great artists that are out there now. And a lot of radio stations give a lot of artists their chance and their start. So the fact that you guys are honoring radio hosts, I think that is so different and so necessary and so needed. Then I looked at the flyer, and then I started looking at the names, and I saw Charisma Evans, and I had just did an event with her last, the week before, and my God. Oh, yeah, she's powerful. (laughs) And and by the way, I got to tell you, you know, y'all have her down, but she belongs to Dallas. She's she's raised in Dallas. She served in Dallas for years before she got her start. So I'm just letting y'all know. We we lived to y'all for a little while. She's down there now. Well, look, I'm not trying to take care of no grown folks, so you can keep her, but I'm telling you, I I enjoyed her. I really did. I enjoyed her humility, for one thing. I enjoyed Mm -hmm. her anointing, because to me, if you're going to sing gospel, I know we say we're not here to entertain, but I just want this. I believe that that voice still matters, and that the reason that some get into it, that they don't lose the reason. Even though if you go into a situation and you're going to entertain, always remember the reason. And when she began to sing, she blessed our hearts. And then I see you got our word. Now, he belongs to us. Well, he belongs to St. Louis, but he's here. Aaron Fuller is on there, and I love him. Okay, You've got so many great artists 
that are going to yeah. be on that lineup. Now, is there a yeah. cost to this for the people to come? There is absolutely no cost. I want all your listeners to flood that church. I want a standing room only in the building. You don't have to pay to get in. Again, this is a celebration of gospel music. We will do a free will offering for those that want to freely give to the yes. cause, but it's not mandatory, and there is no mandatory payment to get in the building. We just want you all to come out and help us celebrate these wonderful radio personalities and stations. And, uh, you know, and let's, let's praise the Lord and have a good time. Well, look, I'm all for it because I got to see a couple of people that I hadn't seen in years. When I say years, I see Letitia Jackson of uh, Gospel yep. 1360. I saw uh, her yesterday. <laughs> oh, I'm excited because we come from the same station, the radio station, sister station. So I'm yes. excited about that. Ricky Williams of yes. 90 point, uh, 90.9 KTSU yes. is there. So you've got some good. Amber Shaw is on the Amber ticket Shaw, yes. as well. So I see a lot of great people that I've worked with over the years. And so I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be like a, a reunion. So Absolutely. I applaud you for what you do. Now, what else do you do? You're in radio as well? Yeah, I am. I have my own um, BDS reporting um, internet station. It's called um, WDFW All Access Gospel Radio. Mm -hmm. And I'm also on on air on the weekends there. Um, with my show is called the Elevate Gospel Radio Show with Derek Huggins. And um, I also am a radio promoter. My company, Avidity Promotions, we promote gospel music to gospel radio as well. So I love radio. Just period. Um, and I have some wonderful mentors in gospel radio, including, you know, Amber Shaw and Carmina Barnett from Dallas and uh, Radio Robin up in Philly and wow. others. Great, great friends who have taken me under their wing and kind of they're mentoring me through uh, being um, a station owner and an on-air personality. So I, I just I love radio and I love people who do gospel radio because, again, without you guys, these artists wouldn't be as popular. Y'all spend their music. Yeah. And and I, I think it's backwards to your point earlier that all the artists get all the pardon this word, all the glory per, mm -hmm. per se. I know we don't we don't want to say that as a oh, nobody gets the glory of God, but y'all want to want <laughs> You know you want your props. We do. Go ahead. Yeah, you guys we right. want our props. And I, I, listen, Jerry, I say this all the time. Quit fronting. I tell the artists, <laughs> you know you want to win that award. Come on, quit playing. We like we, we no we're not doing it for recognition, but it's nice to be recognized for the work that you put in and for the contribution that you're doing. And there's nothing wrong with that. And so I tell people to embrace that. If that's something that you desire, embrace that because you gotta be honest with yourself and you gotta be honest with God. And that is the God given truth. And when you said that, I'm thinking about because there are other stations and bigger markets that it's not easy for most stations to get your music played. So if you found favor with a particular artist, uh, announcer, and they don't yes. have to go through mountains of red tape themselves yes. to push you through, you need yes. to keep that relationship. Absolutely. Because I think and some I, artists get kind of comfortable and think it's going to be like that everywhere, and it's not. Absolutely correct. And I can tell you, as a radio promoter, I talk to radio all day, every day, across the country. And it is difficult. And artists underestimate how difficult it is to get music played on gospel radio because there's no shortage of music right now. There's mm. tons and tons of music, more than there's ever been at radio, especially since the pandemic because all everybody did was recorded yeah. and stuff. And so now you just got tons of music out here flooding the zone. And so I tell these artists as well, 
it's probably best to get a radio promoter because we've already built the relationships at radio mm -hmm. that can get you on the air usually faster than if you were trying to do that by yourself. We know who the players are. Mm -hmm. We know what the formats are. We know what will fit in, in a lot of different stations, and that's our job. So, um, but yeah, I, I appreciate, again, you and your station and all of the wonderful announcers that are spending the gospel even if you don't classify yourself as a gospel <laughs> Let me tell you why. Let me tell you, you why. Know, I because I was, at a, <laughs> I was at a bona fide gospel radio station. It was KYOK back in the day, Gospel KYOK. And uh, when I left there and then I came here, they didn't do gospel here, right? And so I right. said, oh, I'm not, I didn't want to use the word gospel because I didn't want the door to be shut in my face. So I said, God, gotcha. give me a creative way to get what I do out without being the door shut on me and it has worked for me so i'm grateful for right. that but i'm still a woman of gospel so at the end of the day i just need to get my foot in the door now i'm in here now what you gonna do so and listen you, and guess what you are yet worthy of honor <laughs> and and we can't wait to see you next saturday and honor you i i'm excited about this honestly it's always been a desire of mine to pay tribute and honor people um that's why i started the avidity awards mm. if i can talk about that i don't know how much yes time have left. you've got time talk Okay, thank you. Um, so, I, about, well, we started seven years ago with the Avidity Awards, and it was formerly called the Key of Gospel Awards. And I got that inspiration from, I was at the Stellar Awards like in 2009. I was sitting way up in the nosebleed seats at the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm. And I remember sitting mm. there, and I was enjoying the show, don't get me wrong. I kept thinking, I wish that was, I mean, we keep seeing the same people every year. I, it'd be nice to see some independent artists that, that, you know, get on these stages. And the Lord spoke to me just as clear as, clear as that said, start your own show. And you mm -hmm. do it. And mind you, at that time, there was not a lot of independent representation at all on the Stellars or the GMA Dubs. And lo and behold, in recent years, they've now started to do more recognition um, because there was an influx over the last five to ten years of independent award shows like mine that were starting to recognize these indie artists, and I think they they caught wind of that and said, "Hey, we better start doing something to to acknowledge these people." But that being said, mm. um, started that in uh, 2016, and here we are today, going into the seventh year. Um, it will be in Memphis, Tennessee, on October the 14th. We'll be at the Halloran Center there in Memphis. And I'm very excited about it. Um, got some great, great artists um, lined up and hosts and all that good stuff. And we are accepting um, nomination submissions for people. So anybody that you want to nominate somebody, mm -hmm. you can go to our website, which is www.theavidityawards.com. And you spell avidity, A-V-I-D-I-T-Y. All right, so theavidityawards.com. You have until May the 31st to make those suggestions for nominations. And we've got 33 categories this year, ranging everything from artist of the year to pastor of the year, church of the year, and everything in between. So thank you again for just allowing me to even speak about that. Um, but that's the broader enterprise that we're doing. Um, and then we do these um, local Avidity Radio honors leading up to the October event. Is there a special reason behind the name? What does the name mean? That, I'm glad you asked me that. <laughs> uh, because people always ask me what's the name. I've never heard that name before. So the word affinity means with um, great enthusiasm and mm. excitement. And I think that anything we do for God should be with great enthusiasm yes. and excitement. And I love that word. 
I've always been a wordsmith since I was seven years old, and um, I like different words. I like words that aren't or that are underutilized, mm-hmm. and and avidity is definitely one of those. And it has a great meaning in it, with great enthusiasm and excitement. And that's what I do. I do everything that I do is with enthusiasm and with excitement. And that's how we should be when we glorify God. I'm gonna be using. I'm busting through that thing with affinity. Okay. <laughs> I, love I love it. I do, and I love your enthusiasm. I love your. Thank I love you. the vision that you have, and I want to be talking to you even after this award show about some things Wonderful. that we make and do here at the radio station. We have a club here at our radio station as well. So if you want to promote nice. gospel artists and things of that nature, we have space and room available for that. So listen, please do. I would love yeah. that. You, well, you found a friend and a partner here in Houston, Texas. So I'm loving your vision. I did go check you out before I responded back with a thank you. I'm honored. I had to see what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go see what was going on first and foremost. So I'm really uh, happy for you when you're doing it. And I'm looking forward to being with you guys on next weekend. Likewise. Same here. Thank you so much. How can I'm they contact you, brother? Sure can. You can go to our website again, theavidityawards.com. On social media, I am on at one, the number one, then Derek with two R's, and then Huggins, H-U-G-G-I-N-S. So at one Derek Huggins on all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, you name it. I'm on their clubhouse. (laughs) I'm under the same handle. And, of course, my phone, I can be reached at 214 447-5601. All right. Well, I'll be sharing the news some more, and I'm so grateful, and thank you so much for considering me as well. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you, and thank you for this time to talk about it. All right. Have a good one, Derek. You too. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye.